Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number. That will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on uh, Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Uh, uh, I am delighted to say uh, that uh, Barbara Scully is here. And despite the fact he's in a great deal of personal discomfort, <laughs> so too is Declan Buckley. I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> oh, it's my week. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. Uh, So here's it for a question. Uh, I'm the middle child of three sisters. We're all under the age of 45. My problem is that my older sister has completely cut uh, me off and my younger sister. We used to be inseparable and great friends. Nights away, going out together, chatting on the phone every day, etc. My sister had her children quite close together, so we would have uh, minded transport and helped out endlessly over the years. Now that we have our own children, she's totally cut us off. The relationship was straining for a while. She was growing more and more distance. And any time we tried to ask if something had happened, she just said she was busy and constantly backed out of meetups at the very last minute. I have gone to her house and she's pretended she wasn't home. I've asked her about it and told her how much I miss her, but nothing has changed. I kind of feel like the relationship has gone beyond repair. The only person my sister would listen to is our dad, but he won't intervene. While I am sad the relationship has broken, I'm also really angry that she could just treat us like this. It really frustrates my husband. I dread my kids starting school. When I do see her, I get really panicked. My heart races and I start shaking. How do I get over this and act like a grown-up? And what do I say or do when I see her? God. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, the first thing really, and I think we've said this before, um, is that, you know, it's terrible pity when people within families, especially siblings, have this kind of like falling out. Um, Because that goes on, you know, over over a a longish period of time. Because what begins as a kind of a, a sore, if it's left to fester, just becomes toxic and the poison then spreads down as it has Mm. in this case to the next generation which is awful you know so that I'm presuming if the sisters are now no longer in well with the the two younger ones aren't in touch with the older one then I presume their kids although I know there's probably an age gap aren't even seeing each other either and that's an awful shame that it goes back on to the next generation so it's really it's really important that that um, that they sort this out the thing that absolutely that I, I I I still don't really understand and I'm not sure if I believe it is that the only hint and it's only a hint that we have as to what caused this big falling out that's now gone on for years and uh, is the fact that the older sister had her children close together and the younger sisters used to pitch in presumably to mind transport and helped out mm. but now that they've had their own children they're not as free to do that is that really what we're meant to believe? That this caused this yeah. huge, big falling out, which it, the big, the sisters, like the older sister, isn't addressing with them? You know, that again, she describes as she went to the house, the sister pretended she wasn't home. I have visions again of her hiding behind the sofa. But, um, doing that? you know, like, <laughs> I just, I, there's something about this. I feel as if I'm missing a big piece of information here because I cannot believe that the the older sister has cut the two younger ones out completely purely because they had kids yeah <laughs> which yeah. is what we're expected to believe um and i i frankly don't uh, don't really believe that um so you know what to do i mean what to do is you have to get to the bottom of this and well you don't really have to get to the bottom of this even if you don't really get to the bottom of it because 
it sounds to me like it's just one of these things that started off. And this happens regularly. And it's actually so stupid, um, mm. you know, that it has festered and it's kind of, you know, solidified so that everybody's now stuck in their positions. But in actual fact, the thing that originally started this is actually so stupid um, that nobody's ever going to really be able to reach any kind of um, accommodation about that. So the thing would be just to bury it and just move on. If you could even just open up communication again and put your relationship on some kind of normality. And I mean, you know, it may never go back to the way it was when you guys were running around um, uh, looking after her kids. It may never go back to that. But really to take it out of this toxic place where it is now is really important. So that even if you just say, look, you know, whatever happened, it doesn't matter. Let it go. Because you know what? In the scheme of things, it actually doesn't matter. Um, And I would suggest to the sisters that if they need help in opening those negotiations or, you know, that those talks that I mean, the father deserves a bit of a. Uh, to be a big of a kick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be sitting back saying, I'm not getting involved. Especially, as I say, with the thing that this goes down onto the next generation as well. Husbands or partners might be another way around this to try Maybe. and start opening communication. But all I say to her is, don't let this carry on. Because what breaks my heart is the fact that the kids are not going to have the exposure to each other as cousins that yeah, they should well, that's have. Like the, the, from the grandfather's point of view, she doesn't mention a mother, so maybe... Yeah, she's gone, maybe, maybe I don't know, yeah. Uh, but, but, but like, you know, like you're, you have grandchildren who will never see each yeah, other and you're not trying to do anything yeah, about that. Yeah, that's the bit. You don't... I think there's an interesting thing that bo- the both of you were kind of pushing this idea that there's this, I mean, that there's this obligation for families to just be these big functional coherent coherent yes there is whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) maybe not Um, a couple of things that popped out here now I'm going to skirt over the idea that there's anything kind of sinister going on where the sister is is, you know something's going on with her relationship at home or there's something that she's kind of covering up and she's kind of trying to to create separation if you know maybe there's other clues and if you see those obviously act upon those Um, but it's not unusual at all for family members over the course of time to to drift apart, to separate out into being completely different kinds of people. You know, you're born into your family, you're, you're by force of circumstance and genetics, you're in the same rooms, yeah. in the same houses as you're grown up and often rely on each other. And it's great that if you, if you can, you know, tap into the kind of the family structure. But that's not to say that while all of that was going on, that there wasn't underlying interpersonal stuff affecting the relationships. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot about the way in which this letter is written, especially as it gets towards the end, that started to irk me the way that it was phrased. And I f- it felt to me like this letter writer was very kind of, um, look what this is doing to me and this is all about me and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, maybe I'm being very unkind. I am on painkillers at the moment. I'm um, <laughs> 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 mixing with my normal pain. Jacqueline doesn't feel your pain. I don't feel anything. <laughs> um, but what I, do, what, I do, what I do wonder is maybe you were never really that good friends at all in the she first She was just place. used to like... No, you were just sisters and you know and then you you know you grow up her path went one way and yours went another way there's an age gap there's maybe personality differences and you know you, you, the allusion to the fact that the, the dad is the only one that seemed to be able to talk sense to this daughter implies heavily that the dad and the daughter were the only ones that had this kind of functioning respectful relationship to me and I'm, I'm wondering whether or not somehow it's got to the stage where the older sister 
just doesn't see that she has that much in common with her other sisters. And I know that's really sad in a kind of a, you're meant to be happy families. You know, families, I know, I know. And I get what you're saying about this kind happen. of, you know, falsity around just because you're, you know, biologically related to somebody means that you have to get on with them. Absolutely, it doesn't. And absolutely, you know, all of us, I'm sure, you know, you know, have people in with their family that you're kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to go for a drink mm, with them. Yeah. Um, but because it's family, you are going, you, you can't get away from somebody completely because you're family. Something happens in the family and suddenly okay, you're going to be back do you together. Not feel, though, that so what I'm saying is they should have some kind of level of communication so that, you know, it's not causing her Perfectly. to have a panic attack. But do you not think that there, can be, a, the there can be sometimes what, there's a lot of, this is the way it used to be and now it's not that way anymore yeah. and I yeah. liked the way it was before and I don't want it to change versus I've changed and I've been yeah, done. And, yeah. and so maybe the letter writer needs to go, okay, maybe instead of trying to pull, lure this person back into our just system don't, but just have to make a way that the, the, the olive branch needs yeah. to be extended rather than... So that than, when she sees her, they can go, hi, how are you? How's it going? You know, that. small talk. Yeah. And that the kids aren't poisoned by it. That's the thing I think is so sad within a family. If that kind of breakdown happens, that the kids don't get to, ex- don't get to have friends of their cousins. Do you know, I think that's terrible, Sam. Well, this person also says in the first paragraph, we were inseparable and great friends. She's quite specific. Nights away, going out together, chatting on the phone every day. So, I mean, that's a hell of a turnaround. weird, yeah. To suddenly go, actually, you know, we weren't such great friends. That would seem to demonstrate they were such great yeah, friends. Yeah, and I, I, I just, I, yeah, I do. That's why I kind of didn't mention at the beginning that, you know, it seems such a weird pivot that yeah. potentially there could be something quite sinister happening. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be... But you know the way what happens very often is that something reasonably innocuous happened and somebody took serious offence to it and then somebody else got their back up because she wouldn't talk to me at the last time we were out at a party or whatever and then the whole thing just festers to the point where nobody but there would really be more knows. If that, was the, if that was the problem that was being presented and it's not the, the, the problem is being presented as suddenly through the you know in some mystical way the, the, the sister metamorphosized into some completely different person from who she was before mm. and I just find that idea a little bit yeah well, obviously it wasn't because she says now we have our own children so it wasn't sudden no it wasn't yeah. sudden I think yeah. it was gradual yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But and, I definitely, people, you know, as you get older, you know, maybe she just doesn't want to do those things That's anymore. Fine, but you don't have to not speak like. Maybe uh, that, again, I, again, I'm just, I'm just trying to balance it out because I'm, what I'm wondering is whether or not some there's some people in families can be a little bit more vocal. They can be a little bit more opinionated. No they can be a little bit more pushy. Yeah. And sometimes the only way <laughs> it's difficult to believe. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah I yes, can't believe I that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> but in those situations, sometimes the only way to handle it is just to get away from them. But isn't it worth just reopening just to have a level of though? civility? Is it though? It's Sometimes it's not. It Sometimes for peace of mind to go that one, you know, with her pushy ways and her la la la. But even someday crazy. if something happened to the sister, I mean, you know, that's again the proof very often. You've got these kind of situations and then some disaster befalls somebody. Just because you're not going for Prosecco every weekend with somebody doesn't mean you don't love them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not, you don't have to be. We don't go for Prosecco anymore. <laughs> Life <laughs> affirmations. Could she? I mean, we don't one person says the older sister's husband clearly knows what's going on if he didn't he would intervene the older sister has to have told him the reason and to stay out of it maybe 
Maybe not. But it's, her, it's the letter writer's It's the letter writer's husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, 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 no, the older sister's husband, i.e. the, 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 the husband of, of the woman who has changed so dramatically. She might be depressed. There is that possibility. There's something, you know. Maybe Again, her marriage though, it's really weird that nobody would like flag that to everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, look, Mary's not in a good place at the moment. Just cut her a bit of slack. I don't understand why that wouldn't be. I I yeah. do still think though that the most the, the most kind of simple answer is is that jog on. Is That's just, what you're saying. Not jog, jog on, on. But just just not jog on. I, I, the contrary. What I'm saying is acknowledge the changes. Acknowledge the fact that relationships change, and and you know the person who you were besties with when you were playing in, in you know in the same playroom when you were but seven. These are sisters. Um, yeah, you see, there you're doing it again. You're 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 creating. Well, but, an but it's the two younger sisters she seems to have cut off, not just one. Yeah. Not just our letter writer here. So, maybe, so yeah. like you know, they're both assholes. Come on. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> okay, and I don't yeah. understand that because, I mean, as a parent, I, I've often thought that, like, you'd hate to think that your kids would fall out to that yeah, extent. Yeah. And therefore, your grandkids would have that split down the middle as well. Um, so I don't understand the dad just sitting on the fence. Unless like, the dad not is saying, I'm not going to get involved in your particular crusade there, yeah, Geraldine. Yeah, he really has. Like, all family, you have a responsibility as well as everything yeah, else. You can see that the person who's seeing the drama and seeing the problem wants everything to be their way. So you think it's the letter writer's problem, I'm, I, really? I, Have I not said that explicitly? Okay. <laughs> I've said it several times. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. So, okay. Just, but she, she, ha- she still has one sister, so yeah, it's not so, a total yeah, loss. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And there are, you know, some children who grow up with no sisters or brothers or cousins and they're fine so no yeah Uh, someone else says you weren't friends quoting Barbara you weren't friends you were just sisters ouch like a bullet to the chest (laughs) (laughs) I have no sisters let me state that right Um, now uh, I've recently started a new job I absolutely love it I've made good friends with one of the guys on my team and he's actually made me feel so welcome my issue is that when we go out on work nights, he tends to be really touchy-feely and tells me if I was single, he'd go for me. I'm also gay. The whole <laughs> thing makes me really comfortable, but I love him as a friend and love working with him. How do I approach a back-off conversation without ruining our friendship? Well, if he's gay, obviously, I have nothing to say here. <laughs> it's pride we're getting to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah off you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just leaving you laugh because, you know... Obviously, all the gay men are such promiscuous people that they can't keep their hands. No, obviously, that's not where I'm going to go with this. Um, Okay, so we've got two gay men working in an office. Uh, One of them is in a relationship. The other one appears to be single or, you know, acts like they're single. Mm. Um, They're getting on well. They go for drinks afterwards and it gets a bit kind of touchy-feely and a few compliments are thrown around. Um, does this mean that it's inappropriate? I don't know if it's inappropriate. Do, do I think it's something that's difficult to handle? I think if you're a bit dramatic, it's something that's difficult to handle because all that's really happening is that somebody's been a bit like, hey, and you're in a bar. And you're oh, is he bit? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> stop making <laughs> Is that what the gays do it's now? If they like each other, hey, I'm turning the gays over the headlines. <laughs> so if you're in a bar and somebody Tell comes up to you and goes, "Hey, smile," <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's laugh. At the that gays. sounded more Marty Morrissey, to be honest. Yeah, that, exactly. Uh, actually, I was going, "Oh my god, <laughs> is this TV? Is that Marty Morrissey?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, so he, this guy's working with Marty Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Look, all I'm really basically saying is, is that if you know there's somebody who's coming on to you and they're coming on really strong obviously you have to say something explicit but if they're just being a bit like you know if I was when I'm drunk in the bar after work I'm kind of oh you're kind of hot there's something about the dynamic in that conversation I think it has been allowed to develop that I think it's, it's, it's down to boundaries and the boundaries are the creation of both of the people in that situation so what I'm kind of getting to very rent at the houses is that if the guy's going to go for drinks after work with this guy after these kind of things have been said he's basically given a little bit of a credence to this thing because he's showing up again for more drinks with this guy you're my best friend and we're yeah. getting on really well there are signals and Where I'm kind of going I never got the impression no it's work nights out I don't think the two of them are going on dates like I think the no, two of them are they're going for drinks I know but they're work friends yeah, clearly exactly, yeah. but they're yeah. in a yeah. crowd like they're not just the two of them yeah. Mm. So what, is he not meant to go out on work nights no, out because you're mad? No, but it's like, yeah, okay, fine, I accept that point. But what I'm saying is, is that he's, he's in, they're in a social, social situation and the two gays are kind of chatting and having a laugh <laughs> and one of them is basically giving the other one the <laughs> well, it's like they're sitting it's, at the gay table or the rest like, of them. Well, maybe they are <laughs> where they work. So are the gays over here and everybody else is over there? <laughs> that would be a creation of the straights. <laughs> Do you know, if you this think? were, if this were uh, a yes, woman, yes. Uh, would we be going all hashtag me too? Uh, you know, is it a bit no. slightly creepo? No, I don't think we'd be necessarily going because, like, most women know these guys uh, who are married, but, like, you know, on work nights out, they're like, oh, if I was single, you know, I'd really go for you and touchy feely and all the rest of it. Yeah. I think it, it totally uh, comes down to how that kind of stuff is delivered. So, in other words, if somebody's had a few drinks. And also, it comes and down to what are the consequences if you don't want to, to handle it? Because the way it becomes problematic in a male female dynamic is the power imbalance that's happening. Whereas between the two, mm. str- between the two gay again, people. I think that you have an equivalence, allegedly, of, of, of power. But do you? Because this guy's worked here. Yeah, obviously, the, the touchy-feely guy's been there longer yeah. and so, so has, not has a bit more power. Yeah. yeah, and he's been nice to him in the office and he's yeah, introduced him and he's th- shown him the what's what. So, uh, but I come okay, back I, to okay, a heterosexual okay, situation. Too, but like, I, if he said it once, that's one thing. But he's, it sounds like he's saying it repeatedly. Yeah, but we all know guys who are a bit stupid and who think this is funny. Do you know what I mean? They and they're, they're saying it. Than they are, they're or not, they're just drunk. And most women can pick up very quickly whether it's creepy with a kind of serious kind of intent. If he got yeah, half a... Yeah. Half a, 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 a I was going to say half a leg in, half, yeah. you know, half a gate open. Yeah. Uh, That's and, worse. And it's just <laughs> funny whether somebody, yeah, <laughs> whether somebody is just trying to be awkwardly complimentary. Oh, geez, if I was single now, I'd go for you yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Like, so it's all about how thing. it's delivered. And I think most of us know when, if it's just stupid small talk, and if you keep kind of just not reacting to it, hopefully he'll move on from that. But I think. To do what you normally do is, I think that there's something in here that the letter writer kind of is kind of flattered by it. I think that's where mm, it's going to start yeah. to get dangerous. Do you know, if you aren't flattered, if you're not interested, if he's not attractive and, you know, doesn't do anything for you, I think you'd shut it down reasonably easily by just kind of going, yeah, Grant, like, whatever. That's, not what, being I, a that's bit. what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be a dramatic thing. You don't no. need to have the perfect sentence. Yeah. You don't, you just know that your behaviour automatically, like, if you're in a gay bar and there's two gays standing beside each other and one looks at the guy and kind of smiles and, and goes, you know, yeah, intimates what does he do? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> we're not into mangoes. We're <laughs> the gangos. Um, <laughs> you're too young. You would be able to you shut that down. You know how to shut that yeah, down. You do. even, yeah. if, even if you want to be the most polite version of you yeah. ever, you still know how to shut it down. So the reality of it is, is that, and, and I, I'm going back to what I was saying earlier on. It's, it's a different scenario when there's unwanted male attention on a female. It's different in that way because there's a, there's a, it's, that's weighted with a whole different kind of dimension. There's a whole other thing going on there. Whereas with this two gay guys... I don't think it's that different. I know there is the power dynamic, but I mean, just it's, physical that's overpowering. Yeah, kind the of physical stuff. overpowering. Yeah, I mean. but I mean, you know, but that that feeds into a whole way of discussing the what's appropriate behaviour. Yeah, and what's a few not. people are, are texting in saying, "Are you sure it's not a gay woman we're talking about here?" Oh, true, indeed, we did. Well, even if there were two women, I think the same scenario they, would no, apply. No, they said him. She's like, he's called him. Yeah. yeah, So they've said no. So touchy feely is a man. But, she, uh, but but the letter writer says I'm also gay from which I inferred that I'm also gay like touchy feely boy yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I thought that so yeah so yeah. unless that was but I'm, also, feeling... I'm gay as well as yeah. having a problem yeah maybe the other guy isn't gay like maybe he's in a maybe he's married to a woman <laughs> Anyway, the, I mean, are we agree that maybe perhaps the person writing it is a bit flattered by yes, this? Absolutely. Yeah. And also, like, and he needs, needs to, to shut it a little down. bit. Yeah. yeah. If he's serious about but that, you but you shut this. That's why I'm being yeah. so. That's why I'm being so casual about this because this is not like just some creepy dominant guy in the office hitting on the new woman in work. This is so, the gays should be able to handle this situation if there are any decent gays at all. You heard it here first. It's an equivalence. Like it's two, it's two people just going. I'm not into you. The Isn't big that red flag to, to me is when he says, "But I love him as a friend." Like he's only been working there five minutes, and he yeah. loves him as a friend. friend. And I love working with him. <laughs> so you know, yeah, I think. I think he's need he needs to kind of somebody have, just liking the drama and that's what that's why I'm, I'm typical my yeah, typical, <laughs> typical. Yeah. drama queen okay uh, well we'll move on uh, actually well, I'm gonna do the fourth one did we one. solve that I, one uh, not, really, not really but no. yeah no yeah you, you kind of like it make up your mind whether you want to or not uh, exactly uh, my my daughter wants to go to long, longitude next week I do not want her to go I've heard what goes on at music festivals and I still feel she's a little too young also I don't want her wearing what young ones wear to festivals. <laughs> Am I wrong? Or how do I approach it with her that she can't go? Would go you, with her. <laughs> would you say this is from mom or dad? I'd say dad. I'd say, I'd dad. say totally yeah. dad. Also, it doesn't say what age she is. She could That's, be in her mid-30s. Yeah. That's exactly That's it. Like, I mean, I there is wondering. no way that we can answer this when we don't know what age the daughter is. Uh, but all I would say to this man, who I'm fairly sure is the dad, is wait till you get to the sixth year holiday. Yes. <laughs> Long as you if just that a hasn't walk in the park. Yeah. A walk in the park by comparison. I mean, look, you know, we all know that as a parent, anybody who's a parent and who's had kids that reach the teenage years, you always know that that's the difficult part of parenting. That's the part where you do have to pull back. You do have to watch them making what you consider to be mistakes, which very often are mistakes. Mm. And you know your role is just to be there and pick up the pieces and put them back together again. You do have to watch them going out the door and blessing yourself as you go, mercy for God <laughs> almighty. That's you know. belt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, that's the whole point of, of having kids and being a parent is that you have to start to let them go. This is the starting of letting them go. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay serious worries that, you know, most parents do have of kids when they're starting this kind of independent road to do things that you're not going to be there and, you know, have all kinds of occasions of sin all over the place. Um, 
And all you, I mean, I know when, when I was there, I used to go, oh God, I just hope that whatever work I did on them when they were younger <laughs> like, is in there somewhere. The yeah. sensible stuff like is in there somewhere and that they will be okay. Um, but you do, you probably, like if all her mates are going, you probably have to let her go, you know? Yeah. And you really can't, you know, unless you think she'll get a chill. <laughs> you really well, I mean, I think things like longitude they, have a kind of, you have to be 16 or yeah, over to go pretty, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they, you know, he has that line in the sand if he doesn't and want to go. And as long as she's going with a group of friends, I yes, think that's always yeah. really important. You know, people that she knows and she trusts, um, I think then you have to, you have to just, uh, you have to let her go. And you certainly can't really get too involved in, you're not wearing that. Yeah stuff I don't yeah. know what goes on at music festivals anyway <laughs> well, apart from listening to music <laughs> well <laughs> I know what I did um, <laughs> yeah I mean, look, look I agree with, with what you said there Barry I think most of the time it, it's irrelevant whether it's a music festival it could be you know the disco at Wes or yeah. you know yeah. going to the Gael Talks you know to, to learn Irish or whatever any other metaphor yeah. for, <laughs> for whatever you know the young yeah. ones get up to um, and look if you don't let them I think from my personal experience that parents who were the most kind of uptighty and kind of protective of their kids crippled them in many ways socially that they just weren't able to, you know, it took them, they became a different kind of person as a result. And I think you have to let your kids make even these mistakes that yeah, you, you, you know do, you worry about. Yeah, you do. I don't think that every kid who goes to longitude is going to have something horrible happen yeah. to them. Um, but, you know, they might get drunk, they might get a hangover, they might throw up, um, they might hear some horrible music. <laughs> but that, that fella's listening. Well, she's definitely not going there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Quiva. <laughs> Sorry, Quiva, you're not going. You're not going. Uh, so you can, uh, you can put that skimpy thing you had there back in yeah, the drawer. And, uh, Bar- Barbara and Declan, thanks a million, as ever. Uh, and uh, if you have a question for Barbara and Declan, uh, you can send it into afternoon at newstalk.com uh, and we'll get to it as soon as possible. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, should Ireland have a chicken pox vaccine? Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.